Let's put our hands together and welcome Lynette Tobin, shall we? Praise God. God is good. I know a lot of the faces here. I've been here before and, and also I've met a lot of the women at the women's meeting. Did you enjoy that? Great? Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? I thought it was great anyway. <laughs> and I met some of the men yesterday. Um, and so it's been exciting. Praise God. Praise God. God is so good. Just lift our hands right now in Jesus' name. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Father, just touch each one here right now, Father. Touch him by your spirit, Father. I pray that a spirit of encouragement will go across this place. A spirit of encouragement. It's like the Lord wants to encourage you all. He wants to encourage you all. You're doing good. You're doing good. He wants you to encourage you in your walk. He wants, you to, he wants to encourage you in your family situations. He wants you to encourage you in your financial situations. Seems a funny word, encourage. But you know, God is such a great encourager. Oh, God. And we need to be encouraged by him, encouraged by his words, I pray in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This morning... When we were at Bayside, just near the end, God put something on my heart. And I realized that as I brought it, that it actually was for the Bayside church, you know, for the church. And so, you know, and, and you are part of that. You are part of that church. And this is it. What, what God was placing on my heart, that it's time that we really got hold of the true promises of God. That we really, really start reading and believing the promises of God. Because the promises of God are true and amen. Amen? And often we forget the promises of God. When we first come to the Lord and as we go on, we, we lose sight of what God has actually promised us. And I believe that in both the churches, God's awakening those promises, awakening those promises, that you start getting hold of those promises. See, one of the promises I never let go is, he promised me the nations. Didn't he? He promised. He promised us of the nations. He promised that. He, and that is people. And, and the other thing is that was coming to me, that, that for that to happen, you need, people need to get hold of the promises that God has given you. I mean, how many promises do we chuck out? Because it doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. I mean, who's had promises they believed and hasn't happened? Come on, it's true. But who's had promises and they have happened? You know, it's true. And, and so I believe that for the next, next stage, I believe, as like Rob knows, that, that the seed for the last season has been good. But this time it's an absolute new season, new seed. Not, uh, you know, mixed seeds, not anything, but it's absolutely a new seed that's been planted for these two churches in, in, in this time. And, and so, but you also have to get hold of the promises God has given you. Amen. And then you get in, um, I think it's chapter 13, in Numbers, you get the point where, you know, God is sending out um, 10, I'm sorry, 12 heads to go out and spy the land. And we call them 12 spies. But actually, if you read the word properly, they're not really 12 spies. They are actually 12 leaders 
leaders of tribes. They're not just spies. They, have, they are 12 leaders of the tribes. Amen? And so they are sent out, and they sent out with a promise, go and check out the land, check on all that's going on. But you know what? I am giving you this land. Moses said, I am, God is giving you this land. So they knew they were getting the land. Amen? So they go out into the land, and they start spying the land, and, you know, and, and they start spying it. But all they saw was giants. All they saw was giants. But it gets to a point where they actually saw the grapes. The grapes, I believe, are the blessings of God. Amen? The promise. The grapes are the promise. So they had a choice, these men, between the, between the grapes and the giants. So what happens? They get to the point where the grapes are. And those grapes were so big, people, that they had to put a rod on their back and they had to carry... You should come and help me, Rob. Carry the grapes... <laughs> They had to carry the grapes back. But when I read it, I realized they carried those grapes for 40 more days and not one grape went bad. Do you know that? So they get back to the congregation and the congregation start listening and eight, sorry, ten of those men who were heads of tribes, who people listened to, we have to understand that we are leading people. All of us are leaders. And we're going to understand what we're saying. We can affect a generation for good or bad. And I'm telling you, those 10 leaders affected their generation for bad. Because when they started talking about going in and taking the land, the land that God had given them, they said, but. And I'm coming against the but this morning. The but, but, the giants, the annex are so big. And that's all they saw. And you know what? The congregation went the way of the ten leaders. Only two men, and you know who they are, Joshua and Caleb, went into the promised land. But the sad thing for me, so long ago, it brings tears to my eyes. A whole generation was lost. A whole generation was lost because they wouldn't do it God's way. They wouldn't go into new land. They wouldn't plant new seeds. They wouldn't go into the new vision. My heart is so much. As you get older, you realise how many generations are behind you. (laughs) I don't even know all their names. What are they called? This, that, every... But you know what? All those generations. And, and, and the older people are challenges. We need to change our mindsets. We, start, we need to start believing what the word of God says. Because you know what? Those young people are listening to Those young people are listening to us. <laughs> I get into trouble wherever I go for this. <laughs> and so, but you know, we've got to. And so the whole generation perished. If we're going to reach the younger generations, the older generations, and all the generations, we need to be hanging on the promises of God. We need to start rereading the Bible and see what it really says. That's my challenge. Amen. So my prayer is this morning, just close your eyes for a moment. Think of those promises. Think of those promises, especially those promises that relate to other people, especially those promises that relate, you know, speaking to other people's lives or, or, or going on missions or something. But, you know, relate to the promises where God has said, I want you to do this or I'll enable you to do that. 
Just hang on, just those promises. And say, God, bring those promises afresh to me. Whatever they are, whether it's relationship, finance, work, changing a job, whatever. To bring those promises back, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. And it's so sad that 10 men with such power, such power, had such an effect on a generation. And so we all of us have power in a generation. I'm saying all this because I believe that you're going into the promised land. And I believe, I'm sorry about this, but I believe there's giants on the way. I believe that. I believe there's giants on the way, but I believe that the promise will never leave you and you'll walk through and you'll have so many generations following you. Amen. Give the Lord a clap. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. You know, the big words that are coming through me this whole weekend is we've got to have courage. I'm praying courage and boldness to go out and get what you believe is yours. We can't just sit back. You know, I've found out after all these years, of the 45 years of my life. <laughs> Why are they laughing? I've never had a golden handshake yet. But I've actually had to push through into God's word, push through into God's anointing and keep pushing. Amen. Praise God. God is good. You know, talking about the promises of God, I'm going to open up the line. But what I'm opening up, because I know I've prayed for quite a few men here and women here. But, you know, I'm opening up the line for to really, you know that God has placed promises in your heart. And I'm talking even reaching people, ministry-wise, all that kind of stuff. And, and if you want to come out here, I will pray with you into those, into those dreams, into those promises. Some of you have suffered really broken dreams. But, you know, I believe God's here to, to heal and restore and build into people's lives. See, it, we, we're part of it. You know, when God's doing a new thing, I'm so excited what's going to be happening at Bayside. I'm, I'm jumping out of my thing, you know, because, but we have to be ready to be part of it. Yeah. We can't just sit back and say, let's wait and see what Rob says. <laughs> I was a senior pastor, so I can say all this. <laughs> but I want to be part of it. Yeah. I want to be part of what God's doing. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. I want to be part of it. I, I want those promises to come to pass. Yeah. I want families to be healed. I want families to be whole. Yeah. I want to see relationships yeah. not to be such a mess. I want to see all those things. Amen? I want to see healings. I want to see miracles in a greater way. He said, if I lay hands upon the sick, they will recover and miracles will happen. I want to see that happen. So, I'm going to, so if you need a miracle this morning, here we are. Praise God. So you come right now. I do close the line. No sneaking up on me <laughs> like last night. <laughs> so you come. You come. See, what happens is when you, we're all born for a purpose. See, Rob was born for a purpose. Okay? But when he was born, God didn't go, ah, what am I going to do with Rob? He might have. Because he actually was born for a purpose. This is very important, people. You're born for a purpose. But we spend. So he makes us a certain way, a certain way to fill that purpose. 
And we spend our whole life trying to change our identity, with me, to be somebody else. But you have been made for a reason and a purpose. And you, the way we are is for that purpose. My mother wanted me to be a ballerina. If you laugh, <laughs> she wanted me to be a ballerina. I could have danced on my fat little toes forever and never worked. But I, you know what I was born for? I was born to be a fighter and a freedom fighter. So we've got to understand that we are designed a certain way for our, what our purpose is. I tell you, you can go greater and higher than you ever thought possible. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. See, the Bible says not to be anxious. But two chapters on it says to Paul, you know, don't be concerned. So we'll always be concerned. But being anxious, you know, it doesn't help us at all. So I just take off the anxiety. The anxiety. The fear of the future. The fear of what's going to happen. Where's this all ending? I can see your cries. And God says, it's okay. Just give the load to me. You're going to see victory in this situation. Amen. You're going to see victory. You're going to see victory. And only believe what God's saying about you. You know, it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. So if we want to break yokes in this place, we need to build the anointing in our lives. Build the anointing in our lives. You know, we can have, know the anointing of God. And I can pray for the anointing, but I can't keep it for you. We have to treasure that anointing every day, build into that anointing every day. And I believe there is so many giants around now that we need the anointing of God more than like we've ever had before. Now, the anointing is it. It's not a person. But, you know, it's the Holy Spirit's anointing. Holy Spirit's anointing that we need to break yokes. Oh, lift your hands to God. Father, I pray a blessing on everybody in this church right now, Father. I thank you for what you're doing in this church, Father, in this family. It's not a church. It's such a great family. And, Father, I thank you for what you're doing in this family. And, Father, I pray that everyone will be knitted and united together in a great way, that this will be an army that will stand by each other shoulder to shoulder. And, Father, as this army moves out into the suburbs and the suburbs around, Father, things will change. I tell you, there's a lot of giants in this area. But you know what? Those giants are in fear. Because when those spies went before, you know, Rahab, you know, they thought they were nothing but grasshoppers. I break the, I break the feeling that you're grasshoppers at times because it's a lie. But you know what she said? We're in fear of you. And the giants in this land are in fear of you. And Father, I just thank you right now for breaking through, breaking through, breaking through, breaking through, breaking through the younger generations. Father, I call the young in. I call the young in. I call the young in. Call them in. I call them in. In Jesus' name. And you know, this seed for the new season is very... It's incredible because it's more than one type of seed. It's multiple seeds that are going to be replanted in a different way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.